0: Papers read on AI with Rob, keeping you up to date with the latest research. This reading is brought to you by Mars Race. Stake a claim on the Red Planet. Available on Android and iOS. Llama 2. Open Foundation and Fine-Tuned Chat Models. Authored 2023 by Hugo Tuvron, Louis Martin, Kevin R. Stone, Peter Albert. Amjad Almaheri, Yasmin Babay, Nikolai Bashlikov, Samya Batra, Prajwal Bhargava, Shruti Bosole D. Bickle, Lucas Blecker, Christian Canton Ferrer, Moya Chen, G. Kukarul, David Eziobu, Jude Fernandez, Jeremy Fu, Wenyan Fu, Brian Fuller, Cynthia Gao, Vadanuj Goswami, Naman Goyal, A. Hartshorn, Sagar Hosseini, Rui Hu, Hakan Inan, Marcin Kardas, Victor Kirks, Madian Cobsaw, Isabel M. Klauman, A. Koronef, Puneet Singh Kora, Marie Anne Lashow, Thibault Thibaut Lavril, Jenya Li, Diana Liskovich, Yinghai Liu, Yunning Mao, Xavier Martinet, Todor Mihailov, Pushkar Mishra, Igor Malibog, Yixin Ni, nee, Andrew Powelton, Jeremy Reisenstein, Rashi Rungta, Kalyan Saladi, Alan Shelton, Ruan Silva, Eric Michael Smith, R. Subramanian, Sha Tan, Bin Teng, Ross Taylor, Adina Williams, Jian Shang Kuan, Puxin Shu, Zheng Shu Yan, Ilyan Zarov, Yu Chen Zhang, Angela Fan, Melanie Cambader, Shuren Naring, Aurelian Rodriguez, Robert Stoynik, Sergei Eginov, Thomas Shalom. Abstract In this work, we develop and release LAMA 2, a collection of pre trained and fine tuned large language models, LLMs, ranging in scale from 7 billion to 70 billion parameters. Our fine-tuned LLMs, called Llama 2 chat are optimized for dialogue use cases. Our models outperform open-source chat models on most benchmarks we tested, and based on our human evaluations for helpfulness and safety, may be a suitable substitute for closed-source models. We provide a detailed description of our approach to fine-tuning and safety improvements of Llama 2 chat in order to enable the community to build on our work and contribute to the responsible development of LLMs. 1. Introduction. Large language models, LLMs, have shown great promise as highly capable AI assistants that excel in complex reasoning tasks requiring expert knowledge across a wide range of fields, including in specialized domains such as programming and creative writing. They enable interaction with humans through intuitive chat interfaces, which has led to rapid and widespread adoption among the general public. The capabilities of LLMs are remarkable considering the seemingly straightforward nature of the training methodology. Auto-regressive transformers are pre-trained on an extensive corpus of self-supervised data, followed by alignment with human preferences via techniques such as reinforcement learning with human feedback, RLHF. Although the training methodology is simple, high computational requirements have limited the development of LLMs to a few players. There have been public releases of pre-trained LLMs, such as Bloom, Scow et al., 2022, Llama 1, Tuvron et al., 2023, and Falcon, Pinedo et al., 2023, that match the performance of closed pre-trained competitors like GPT-3, Brown et al., 2020, and Chinchilla, Hoffman et al., 2022, but none of these models are suitable substitutes for closed product LLMs, such as ChatGPT, BARD, and Claude. These closed product LLMs are heavily fine-tuned to align with human preferences, which greatly enhances their usability and safety. This step can require significant costs in compute and human annotation. And is often not transparent or easily reproducible, limiting progress within the community to advance AI alignment research. In this work, we develop and release LAMA 2, a family of pre trained and fine tuned LLMs, LAMA 2 and LAMA 2Chat, at scales up to 70b parameters. On the series of helpfulness and safety benchmarks we tested, LAMA 2Chat models generally perform better than existing open source models. They also appear to be on par with some of the closed source models, at least on the human evaluations we performed see figures 1 and 3. We have taken measures to increase the safety of these models, using safety-specific data annotation and tuning, as well as conducting red teaming and employing iterative evaluations. Additionally, this paper contributes a thorough description of our fine tuning methodology and approach to improving LLM safety. We hope that this openness will enable the community to reproduce fine-tuned LLMs and continue to improve the safety of those models, paving the way for more responsible development of LLMs. We also share novel observations we made during the development of LAMA 2 and LAMA 2 chat, such as the emergence of tool usage and temporal organization of knowledge. We are releasing the following models to the general public for research and commercial use. 1. Llama 2, an updated version of LAMA 1, trained on a new mix of publicly available data. We also increased the size of the pre-training corpus by 40%, doubled the context length of the model, and adopted grouped query attention. Ainsley et al. 2023. We are releasing variants of LAMA2 with 7B, 13B, and 70B parameters. We have also trained 34B variants, which we report on in this paper but are not releasing. Section 2. Llama 2 Chat A fine-tuned version of LAMA2 that is optimized for dialogue use cases. We release variants of this model with 7B, 13B, and 70B parameters as well. We believe that the open release of LLMs, when done safely, will be a net benefit to society. Like all LLMs, LLAMA 2 is a new technology that carries potential risks with use. Bender et al. 2021b. Weidinger et al. 2021. Soleiman et al. 2023. Testing conducted to date has been in English and has not, and could not, cover all scenarios. Therefore, before deploying any applications of LLAMA 2 chat, developers should perform safety testing and tuning tailored to their specific applications of the model. We provide a responsible use guide paragraph mark and code examples to facilitate the safe deployment of LAMA 2 and LAMA 2Chat. More details of our responsible release strategy can be found in Section 5.3. The remainder of this paper describes our pre training methodology, Section 2, fine tuning methodology, Section 3, approach to model safety, Section 4, key observations and insights, Section 5, relevant related work, Section 6, and conclusions, Section 7. 2. Pre-training. To create the new family of LAMA 2 models, we began with the pre-training approach described in Tuvron et al. 2023, using an optimized auto-regressive transformer, but made several changes to improve performance. Specifically, we performed more robust data cleaning, updated our data mixes, trained on 40% more total tokens, doubled the context length, and used grouped query attention, GQA, to improve inference scalability for our larger models. Table 1 compares the attributes of the new LAMA 2 models with the LAMA 1 models. 2.1 Pre-training data. Our training corpus includes a new mix of data from publicly available sources, which does not include data from Meta's products or services. We made an effort to remove data from certain sites known to contain a high volume of personal information about private individuals. We trained on 2 trillion tokens of data as this provides a good performance cost trade-off. Upsampling the most factual sources in an effort to increase knowledge and dampen hallucinations. We performed a variety of pre-training data investigations so that users can better understand the potential capabilities and limitations of our models. Results can be found in Section 4.1. 2.2. Training Details. We adopt most of the pre-training setting and model architecture from LAMA 1. We use the standard transformer architecture. Viswani et al. 2017 apply pre-normalization using RMS-NORM, Zhang and Senric, 2019, use the Swigloo activation function, Shazeer, 2020, and rotary positional embeddings, Rope, Su et al., 2022. The primary architectural differences from LAMA-1 include increased context length and grouped query attention, GQA. We detail in Appendix section A2.1 each of these differences with ablation experiments to demonstrate their importance. Hyperparameters. We trained using the Atom-W optimizer, Lashchilov and Hutter, 2017. With beta1 equals 0.9, beta2 equals 0.95, eps equals 10^-5. We use a cosine learning rate schedule with warmup of 2000 steps and decay final learning rate down to 10% of the peak learning rate. We use a weight decay of 0.1 and gradient clipping of 1.0. Figure 5 uh, shows the training loss for Lama 2 with these hyperparameters. Tokenizer: We use the same tokenizer as Lama 1. It employs a byte pair encoding BPE algorithm Senric et al. 2016 using the implementation from SentencePiece Kudo and Richardson 2018. As with Llama 1, we split all numbers into individual digits and use bytes to decompose unknown UTF-8 characters. The total vocabulary size is 32k tokens. 2.2.1 training hardware and carbon footprint training hardware. We pre-trained our models on Meta's research supercluster. RSC Lee and Sengupta 2022, as well as internal production clusters. Both clusters use NVIDIA A100s. There are two key differences between the two clusters, with the first being the type of interconnect available. RSC uses NVIDIA Quantum InfiniBand while our production cluster is equipped with a ROS, RDMA over converged Ethernet, solution based on commodity Ethernet switches. Both of these solutions interconnect 200 gigabits per second endpoints. The second difference is the per-GPU power consumption cap. RSC uses 400W while our production cluster uses 350W. With this two cluster setup, we were able to compare the suitability of these different types of interconnect for large-scale training. Roce, which is a more affordable commercial interconnect network, can scale almost as well as expensive Infiniband up to 2000 GPUs, which makes pre-training even more democratizable. Carbon footprint of pre-training. Following preceding research, Bender et al. 2021, Patterson et al. 2021. Wu et al. 2022, Dodge et al. 2022, and using power consumption estimates of GPU devices and carbon efficiency, we aim to calculate the carbon emissions resulting from the pre-training of LAMA 2 models. The actual power usage of a GPU is dependent on its utilization and is likely to vary from the thermal design power, TDP, that we employ as an estimation for GPU power. It is important to note that our calculations do not account for further power demands, such as those from interconnect or non-GPU server power consumption, nor from data center cooling systems. Additionally, the carbon output related to the production of AI hardware, like GPUs, could add to the overall carbon footprint as suggested by Gupta et al. 2022 b.a. Table 2 summarizes the carbon emission for pre-training the LAMA 2 family of models. A cumulative of 3.3 mGPU hours of computation was performed on hardware of type A 100 minus 80 GB, TDP of 400W or 350W. We estimate the total emissions for training to be 539 TCO2EQ, of which 100% were directly offset by Meta's sustainability program. Asterisk Operator Asterisk Operator Our open release strategy also means that these pre-training costs will not need to be incurred by other companies, saving more global resources. 2.3 LAMA 2 pre-trained model evaluation in this section. We report the results for the LAMA 1 and LAMA 2 base models, Mosaic ML pre-trained transformer, MPT, models, and Falcon, Alma's et al., 2023, models on standard academic benchmarks. For all the evaluations, we use our internal evaluations library. We reproduce results for the MPT and Falcon models internally. For these models, we always pick the best score between our evaluation framework and any publicly reported results. In Table 3, we summarize the overall performance across a suite of popular benchmarks. Note that safety benchmarks are shared in Section 4.1. The benchmarks are grouped into the categories listed below. The results for all the individual benchmarks are available in Section A2.2. Code We report the average pass at one scores of our models on Human Aval, Chen et al., 2021, and MBPP austin et al 2021 common sense reasoning we report the average of piqa bisque et al 2020 siqa sap et al 2019 hella swag zellers et al 2019a wino grande sakaguchi et al 2021 arc easy and challenge clark et al 2018 open book qa mihailov et al 2018 and common sense qa talmor et al 2018 We report 7-shot results for Common Sense QA and 0-shot results for all other benchmarks. World Knowledge. We evaluate the 5-shot performance on Natural Questions, Kwiatkowski et al., 2019, and Trivia QA, Joshi et al., 2017, and report the average. Reading Comprehension. For Reading Comprehension, we report the 0-shot average on Squad, Rajprakar et al., 2018, Quack, Choi et al., 2018, and Bool Q., Clark et al., 2019. Math. We report the average of the GSM 8K, 8-shot, Cobb et al., 2021, and Math, 4-shot, Hendricks et al., 2021, benchmarks at top 1. Popular aggregated benchmarks. We report the overall results for MMLU, 5-shot, Hendricks et al., 2020, Big Bench Hard, BBH, 3-shot, Suzgun et al., 2022, and AGI of Val, 3-5-shot, Zhang et al., 2023. For AGI eval, we only evaluate on the English tasks and report the average. As shown in Table 3, LAMA-2 models outperform LAMA-1 models. In particular, LAMA-270B improves the results on MMLU and BBH by approximately equals 5 and approximately equals 8 points, respectively, compared to LAMA-165B. lama 27 b and 30B models outperform MPT models of the corresponding size on all categories besides code benchmarks. For the Falcon models, LAMA 27B and 34B outperform Falcon 7B and 40B models on all categories of benchmarks. Additionally, LAMA 270B model outperforms all open source models. In addition to open source models, we also compare LAMA 270B results to closed source models. As shown in Table 4, LAMA 270B is close to GPT 3.5, OpenAI, 2023, on MMLU and GSM 8K, but there is a significant gap on coding benchmarks. LAMA 270B results are on par or better than POM, 540B, Chowdhury et al. 2022, on almost all benchmarks. There is still a large gap in performance between LAMA 270B and GPT 4 and POM 2L. We also analyze the potential data contamination and share the details in Section 8.6.3. Fine tuning. LAMA 2 chat is the result of several months of research and iterative applications of alignment techniques including both instruction tuning and RLHF, requiring significant computational and annotation resources. In this section, we report on our experiments and findings using supervised fine-tuning, Section 3.1, as well as initial and iterative reward modeling, Section 3.2.2, and RLHF, Section 3.2.3. We also share a new technique, ghost attention, GAT, which we find helps control dialogue flow over multiple turns, Section 3.3. See section 4.2 for safety evaluations on fine-tuned models. 3.1 Supervised Fine Tuning, SFT, Getting Started. To bootstrap, we started the SFT stage with publicly available instruction tuning data, Chung et al. 2022, as utilized previously in Tuvron et al. 2023. Quality is all you need. Third-party SFT data is available from many different sources, but we found that many of these have insufficient diversity and in quality, in particular for aligning LLMs towards dialogue-style instructions. As a result, we focused first on collecting several thousand examples of high-quality SFT data, as illustrated in Table 5. By setting aside millions of examples from third-party datasets and using fewer but higher-quality examples from our own vendor-based annotation efforts, our results notably improved. These findings are similar in spirit to Joe et al. 2023 which also finds that a limited set of clean instruction tuning data can be sufficient to reach a high level of quality. We found that SFT annotations in the order of tens of thousands was enough to achieve a high quality result. We stopped annotating SFT after collecting a total of 27,540 annotations. Note that we do not include any meta-user data. We also observed that different annotation platforms and vendors can result in markedly different downstream model performance, highlighting the importance of data checks even when using vendors to source annotations. To validate our data quality, we carefully examined a set of 180 examples, comparing the annotations provided by humans with the samples generated by the model through manual scrutiny. Surprisingly, we found that the outputs sampled from the resulting SFT model were often competitive with SFT data handwritten by human annotators, suggesting that we could reprioritize and devote more annotation effort to preference-based annotation for RLHF. Fine tuning details. For supervised fine tuning, we use a cosine learning rate schedule with an initial learning rate of 2 10 5, a weight decay of 0.1, a batch size of 64, and a sequence length of 4096 tokens. For the fine tuning process, each sample consists of a prompt and an answer. To ensure the model sequence length is properly filled, we concatenate all the prompts and answers from the training set. A special token is utilized to separate the prompt and answer segments. We utilize an autoregressive objective and zero out the loss on tokens from the user prompt, so as a result, we backpropagate only on answer tokens. Finally, we fine tune the model for two epics 3.2 Reinforcement Learning with Human Feedback, RLHF. RLHF is a model training procedure that is applied to a fine tuned language model to further align model behavior with human preferences and instruction following. We collect data that represents empirically sampled human preferences whereby human annotators select which of two model outputs they prefer. This human feedback is subsequently used to train a reward model, which learns patterns in the preferences of the human annotators and can then automate preference decisions. 3.2.1 Human Preference Data Collection Next, we collect human preference data for reward modeling. We chose a binary comparison protocol over other schemes, mainly because it enables us to maximize the diversity of collected prompts. Still, other strategies are worth considering, which we leave for future work. Our annotation procedure proceeds as follows. We ask annotators to first write a prompt, then choose between two sampled model responses, based on provided criteria. In order to maximize the diversity, the two responses to a given prompt are sampled from two different model variants and varying the temperature hyperparameter. In addition to giving participants a forced choice, we also ask annotators to label the degree to which they prefer their chosen response over the alternative either their choice is significantly better, better, slightly better, or negligibly better, unsure. For our collection of preference annotations, we focus on helpfulness and safety. Helpfulness refers to how well Llama 2 chat responses fulfill users' requests and provide requested information. Safety refers to whether Llama 2 chat's responses are unsafe, e.g., giving detailed instructions on making a bomb could be considered helpful but is unsafe according to our safety guidelines. Separating the two allows us to apply specific guidelines to each and better guide annotators. For example, our safety annotations provide instructions to focus on adversarial prompts, among other guidance. Apart from differences in annotation guidelines, we additionally collect a safety label during the safety stage. This additional information bins model responses into one of three categories. 1. The preferred response is safe and the other response is not. 2. Both responses are safe. and 3. Both responses are unsafe with 18%, 47%, and 35% of the safety dataset falling into each bin, respectively. We do not include any examples where the chosen response was unsafe and the other response safe, as we believe safer responses will also be better, preferred by humans. Safety guidelines and more detailed information regarding safety annotations can be found in Section 4.2.1. Human annotations were collected in batches on a weekly basis. As we collected more preference data, our reward models improved, and we were able to train progressively better versions for LAMA 2 chat. See the results in Section 5, Figure 20. LAMA 2 chat improvement also shifted the model's data distribution. Since reward model accuracy can quickly degrade if not exposed to this new sample distribution, i.e., from hyperspecialization, shalom et al. 2020b, it is important before a new LAMA 2 chat tuning iteration to gather new preference data using the latest LAMA 2 chat iterations. This step helps keep the reward model on distribution and maintain an accurate reward for the latest model. In Table 6, we report the statistics of reward modeling data that we collected over time and present them against multiple open-source preference datasets including Anthropic Helpful and Harmless, by et al. 2022A, OpenAI Summarize, Stianen et al. 2020, OpenAI Web GPT, Nakano et al. 2021, Stack Exchange, Lambert et al. 2023, Stanford Human Preferences, Ethayraj et al., 2022, and Synthetic GPTJ, Havrilla. We collected a large dataset of over 1 million binary comparisons based on humans applying our specified guidelines, which we refer to as meta reward modeling data. Note that the number of tokens in prompts and answers differs depending on the text domain. Summarization and online forum data generally have longer prompts, while dialogue style prompts are usually shorter. Compared to existing open source datasets, our preference data features more conversation turns and are longer, on average. 3.2.2 Reward Modeling The reward model takes a model response in its corresponding prompt, including contexts from previous turns, as inputs and outputs a scalar score to indicate the quality, e.g. helpfulness and safety, of the model generation. Leveraging such response scores as rewards, we can optimize Llama 2 chat during RLHF for better human preference alignment and improved helpfulness and safety. Others have found that helpfulness and safety sometimes trade off, by et al. 2022a, which can make it challenging for a single reward model to perform well on both. To address this, we train two separate reward models, one optimized for helpfulness, referred to as helpfulness ERM, and another for safety, safety ERM. We initialize our reward models from pre-trained chat model checkpoints, as it ensures that both models benefit from knowledge acquired in pre-training. In short, the reward model knows what the chat model knows. This prevents cases where, for instance, the two models would have an information mismatch, which could result in favoring hallucinations. The model architecture and hyperparameters are identical to those of the pre-trained language models, except that the classification head for next token prediction is replaced with a regression head for outputting a scalar reward. Training Objectives To train the reward model, we convert our collected pairwise human preference data into a binary ranking label format, i.e., chosen and rejected and enforce the chosen response to have a higher score than its counterpart. We used a binary ranking loss consistent with Yang et al. 2022, L-ranking equals minus log, sigma, R-theta, X, Y-C, minus R-theta, X, Y-R. 1. Where R-theta, X, Y, is the scalar score output for prompt X in completion Y with model weights theta. Y-C is the preferred response that annotators choose and Y-R is the rejected counterpart. Built on top of this binary ranking loss, we further modify it separately for better helpfulness and safety reward models as follows. Given that our preference ratings is decomposed as a scale of 4 points, e.g., significantly better, as presented in section 3.2.1, it can be useful to leverage this information to explicitly teach the reward model to assign more discrepant scores to the generations that have more differences. To do so, we further add a margin component in the loss, L ranking equals minus log, sigma, r theta, x, yc, minus r theta, x y r minus m, r. 2. Where the margin m, r, is a discrete function of the preference rating. Naturally, we use a large margin for pairs with distinct responses, and a smaller one for those with similar responses, shown in table 27. We found this margin component can improve helpfulness reward model accuracy especially on samples where two responses are more separable. More detailed ablation and analysis can be found in Table 28 in Appendix A3.3. Data Composition. We combine our newly collected data with existing open-source preference datasets to form a larger training dataset. Initially, open-source datasets were used to bootstrap our reward models while we were in the process of collecting preference annotation data. We note that in the context of RLHF in this study, the role of reward signals is to learn human preference for LAMA2 chat outputs rather than any model outputs. However, in our experiments, we do not observe negative transfer from the open-source preference datasets. Thus, we have decided to keep them in our data mixture, as they could enable better generalization for the reward model and prevent reward hacking, i.e. LAMA2 chat taking advantage of some weaknesses of our reward, and so artificially inflating the score despite performing less well. With training data available from different sources, we experimented with different mixing recipes for both helpfulness and safety reward models to ascertain the best settings. After extensive experimentation, the helpfulness reward model is eventually trained on all meta-helpfulness data, combined with an equal parts of the remaining data uniformly sampled from meta-safety and from the open-source datasets. The meta-safety reward model is trained on all meta-safety and anthropic harmless data, mixed with meta-helpfulness and open-source helpfulness data in a 90 tenths proportion. We found that the setting with 10% helpfulness data is especially beneficial for the accuracy on samples where both the chosen and rejected responses were deemed safe. Training details. We train for one epoch over the training data. In earlier experiments, we found that training longer can lead to overfitting. We use the same optimizer parameters as for the base model. The maximum learning rate is 5 10 6 for the 70b parameter LAMA 2Chat and 1 10 5 for the rest. The learning rate is decreased on a cosine learning rate schedule, down to 10% of the maximum learning rate. We use a warm up of 3% of the total number of steps, with a minimum of 5. The effective batch size is kept fixed at 512 pairs, or 1024 rows per batch. Reward model results on each batch of human preference annotation for reward modeling. We held out 1,000 examples as a test set to evaluate our models. We refer to the union of all prompts for the corresponding test sets as meta helpfulness and meta safety, respectively. As reference points, we also evaluated other publicly available alternatives as baselines: Steam SHPXL, etheraj at et all, 2022 based on Flon T5 XL, the Open Assistant, Coff et al. 2023, reward model based on deberta V3 Large, he et al. 2020, and GPT4 accessible through the OpenAI's API. Note that at inference time, as opposed to training, all the reward models can predict a scalar for a single output, without requiring to access its paired output. For GPT4, we prompt with a zero-shot question, choose the best answer between A and B, where A and B are the two responses for comparison. We report the results in terms of accuracy in Table 7. As expected, our own reward models perform the best on our internal test sets collected based on LAMA2 chat, with the helpfulness reward model performing best on the meta helpfulness test set, and similarly the safety reward model performing best on the meta safety test set. Overall, our reward models outperform all of the baselines, including GPT-4. Interestingly, GPT-4 performs better than other non-meta reward models, Despite not being trained directly nor targeting specifically this reward modeling task, the fact that helpfulness and safety perform the best on their own domain is potentially due to the tension between the two objectives, i.e., being as helpful as possible versus refusing unsafe prompts when necessary, which may confuse the reward model during training. In order for a single model to perform well on both dimensions, it needs to not only learn to select the better response given a prompt but also to distinguish adversarial prompts from safe ones. As a result, Optimizing two separate models eases the reward modeling task. More detailed analysis on this tension between safety and helpfulness can be found in Appendix A4.1. When we group the scores by preference rating in Table 8, we can see that the accuracy is superior for the significantly better test set and degrades gradually as comparison pairs become more similar, e.g., slightly better. It is expected that learning to model human preferences becomes challenging when deciding between two similar model responses, due to annotator subjectivity and their reliance on nuanced details that may differentiate responses. We emphasize that the accuracy on more distinct responses matters the most to improve Llama 2 chat performance. The human preference annotation agreement rate is also higher on more distinct responses than similar pairs. Scaling trends. We study the scaling trends in terms of data and model size for the reward model, fine-tuning different model sizes on an increasing amount of the reward model data collected each week, See the details on volume per batch in table 26. Figure 6 reports these trends, showing the expected result that larger models obtain higher performance for a similar volume of data. More importantly, the scaling performance has not yet plateaued given the existing volume of data annotation used for training, a signal that there is room for more improvement with more annotations. We note that reward model accuracy is one of the most important proxies for the final performance of LAMA 2 chat. While best practices for comprehensively evaluating a generative model is an open research question, the ranking task of the reward has no ambiguity. Therefore, everything else being equal, an improvement of the reward model can be directly translated into an improvement for Lama2Chat. 3.2.3 Iterative Fine-Tuning As we received more batches of human preference data annotation, we were able to train better reward models and collect more prompts. We therefore trained successive versions for RLHF models, referred to here as RLHF v1. RLHF v5. We explored RLHF fine-tuning with two main algorithms, proximal policy optimization, PPO, Schulman et al. 2017, the standard in RLHF literature. Rejection sampling fine-tuning. We sample K outputs from the model and select the best candidate with our reward, consistent with Bai et al. 2022 b. The same re-ranking strategy for LLMs was also proposed in Deng et al. 2019. Where the reward is seen as an energy function. Here, we go one step further, and use the selected outputs for a gradient update. For each prompt, the sample obtaining the two RL algorithms mainly differ in. Breadth. In rejection sampling, the model explores K samples for a given prompt, while only one generation is done for PPO. Depth. In PPO, during training at step T the sample is a function of the updated model policy from T-1 after the gradient update of the previous step. In rejection sampling fine-tuning, we sample all the outputs given the initial policy of our model to collect a new dataset before applying the fine-tuning similar to SFT. However, since we applied iterative model updates, the fundamental differences between the two RL algorithms are less pronounced. Until RLHF v4 We used only rejection sampling fine-tuning, and after that, we combined the two sequentially, applying PPO on top of the resulted rejection sampling checkpoint before sampling again. Rejection sampling. We perform rejection sampling only with our largest 70B Lama 2 chat. All smaller models are fine-tuned on rejection sample data from the larger model, thus distilling the large model capabilities into the smaller ones. We leave further analysis of the effect of this distillation for future work. At each iterative stage, we sample k answers for each prompt from the most recent model. We score each sample given the best reward model accessible at the time of the experiment, and then select the best answer for a given prompt. In earlier versions of our model, up to RLHFv3, our approach was to confine answer selection solely to the bag of samples gathered from the preceding iteration. For example, RLHFv3 was trained using only samples from RLHFv2. However, despite continuous improvement, this method led to a regression in some capabilities. For example, RLHFV3 struggled more than previous versions to compose rhyming lines in poems, as discerned through qualitative analysis, suggesting that further investigation into the causes of and mitigations for forgetting, Kirkpatrick et al., 2017, Nguyen et al., 2019, Ramasesh et al., 2021, could be a fruitful area for additional future research. In response, on subsequent iterations, we modified our strategy incorporating top performing samples from all prior iterations such as those used in RLHFv1 and RLHFv2 although we do not present specific figures this adjustment demonstrated considerable enhancements in performance and effectively addressed the previously noted issues this mitigation can be seen as analogous to Siniv et al. 2019 and Vignoles et al. 2019 in the RL literature we illustrate the benefit of rejection sampling in figure 7 The delta between the maximum and median curves can be interpreted as the potential gain of fine tuning on the best output. As expected, this delta increases with more samples, since the maximum increases, i.e., more samples, more opportunities to generate a good trajectory, while the median remains stationary. There is a direct connection between the exploration and the maximum reward we can obtain among the samples. The temperature parameter also plays an important role for exploration, as a higher temperature enables us to sample more diverse outputs. In figure 8, we report for a LAMA-2-CHAT-SFT, left, and a LAMA-2-CHAT-RLHF, right, the maximum reward curves among N samples, with N element of 1, 100, for different temperatures. We can observe that the optimal temperature is not constant during the iterative model updates. RLHF has a direct impact on rescaling the temperature. For LAMA-2-CHAT-RLHF, the optimal temperature when sampling between 10 and 100 outputs is T element of 1.2, 1.3. Given a finite compute budget, it is therefore necessary to readjust the temperature progressively. Note that this temperature rescaling happens for a constant number of steps for each model, and always starting from the base model on each new RLHF version. PPO. We further train our language model following the RL scheme of Stianen et al. 2020, which uses the reward model as an estimate for the true reward function, human preference, and the pre-trained language model as the policy to optimize during this phase, we seek to optimize the following objective. We iteratively improve the policy by sampling prompts p from our dataset d and generations g from the policy pi and use the PPO algorithm and loss function to achieve this objective. The final reward function we use during optimization contains a penalty term for diverging from the original policy pi zero. As was observed in other works, Stianen et al. 2020, Uyang et al. 2022, we find this constraint is useful for training stability and to reduce reward hacking whereby we would achieve high scores from the reward model but low scores from human evaluation. We define RC to be a piecewise combination of the safety, RS, and helpfulness, RH, reward models. We have tagged prompts in our dataset that might elicit potentially unsafe responses and prioritize the scores from the safety model. The threshold of 0.15 is chosen for filtering unsafe responses, corresponding to a precision of 0.89 and a recall of 0.55 evaluated on the meta-safety test set. We also find it important to whiten the final linear scores, shown here by reversing the sigmoid with the logit function, in order to increase stability and balance properly with the KL penalty term, beta, above. For all models, we use the Atom W optimizer, Lashchilov and Hutter, 2017, with beta 1 equals 0.9, beta 2 equals 0.95, EPS equals 10 minus 5. We use a weight decay of 0.1, gradient clipping of 1.0, and a constant learning rate of 10 minus 6. For each PPO iteration we use a batch size of 512, a PPO clip threshold of 0.2, a mini batch size of 64, and take one gradient step per mini batch. For the 7B and 13B models, we set beta equals 0.01, KL penalty, and for the 34B and 70B models, we set beta equals 0.005. We train for between 200 and 400 iterations for all our models, and use evaluations on held-out prompts for early stopping. Each iteration of PPO on the 70B model takes on average approximately equals 330 seconds. To train quickly with large batch sizes, we use FSDP, Jao et al. 2023. This was effective when using O, 1, forward or backward passes, but caused a large slowdown, approximately equals 20 times, during generation, even when using a large batch size in kv cache. We were able to mitigate this by consolidating the model weights to each node once before generation and then freeing the memory after generation, resuming the rest of the training loop. 3.3 system message for multi-turn consistency in a dialog setup. Some instructions should apply for all the conversation turns, e.g., to respond succinctly, or to act as some public figure. When we provided such instructions to Llama2Chat, the subsequent response should always respect the constraint. However, our initial RLHF models tended to forget the initial instruction after a few turns of dialogue, as illustrated in Figure 9, left. To address these limitations, we propose ghost attention, GATT, a very simple method inspired by context distillation, by et al. 2022b, that hacks the fine-tuning data to help the attention focus in a multi-stage process. GAT enables dialogue control over multiple turns, as illustrated in figure 9, right, GAT method. Assume we have access to a multi-turn dialogue dataset between two persons, e.g., a user and an assistant, with a list of messages, u 10 one UN, AN, where UN and AN correspond to the user and assistant messages for turn N, respectively. Then, we define an instruction, inst, that should be respected throughout the dialogue. For example, inst could be, act as. We can then synthetically concatenate this instruction to all the user messages of the conversation. Next, we can sample from this synthetic data using the latest RLHF model. We now have a context dialog in the sample with which to fine-tune a model, in a process analogous to rejection sampling. Instead of augmenting all context dialog turns with the instruction, we can drop it in all but the first turn, but this would lead to a mismatch at training time between the system message, i.e all the intermediate assistant messages that come before the last turn, and our sample. To fix this issue, which could hurt the training, we simply set the loss to zero for all the tokens from the previous turns, including assistant messages. For the training instructions, we created a few synthetic constraints to sample from. Hobbies, you enjoy e.g. tennis, language, speak in e.g. French, or public figure, act as e.g. Napoleon. To obtain the lists of hobbies and public figures, we asked Llama 2 chat to generate it, avoiding a mismatch between the instruction and model knowledge, e.g., asking the model to act as someone it had not encountered during training. To make the instructions more complex and diverse, we construct the final instruction by randomly combining the above constraints. When constructing the final system message for the training data, we also modify the original instruction half of the time to be less verbose, e.g., always act as Napoleon from now to figure Napoleon. These steps produce an SFT dataset, on which we can fine-tune LAMA 2 chat. GAD Evaluation We applied GAD after rlhfv 3 We report a quantitative analysis indicating that GAD is consistent up to 20 plus turns, until the maximum context length is reached. See Appendix A3.5 We tried to set constraints not present in the training of GAD at inference time. For instance, always answer with haiku, for which the model remained consistent as illustrated in Appendix figure 28. To illustrate how GAT helped reshape attention during fine tuning, we display the maximum attention activations of the model in Figure 10. The left hand side of each figure corresponds to the system message, act as Oscar Wilde. We can see that the GAT equipped model, right, maintains large attention activations with respect to the system message for a larger portion of the dialog, as compared to the model without GAT, left. Despite its utility, the current implementation of GAT is vanilla and more development and iteration on this technique could likely further benefit the model. For instance, we could teach the model to change the system message during the conversation by integrating such data during fine-tuning. 3.4. RLHF results. 3.4.1 model-based evaluation Evaluating LLMs is a challenging open research problem. Human evaluation, while a gold standard, can be complicated by various HCI considerations. Clark et al. 2021. Gehrman et al. 2023, and is not always scalable. Thus, to select the best performing models among several ablations at each iteration from RLHF v1 to v5, we first observed the improvement of the rewards from the latest reward models to save costs and increase iteration speed. We later validated major model versions with human evaluations. How far can model-based evaluation go? To measure the robustness of our reward model, we collected a test set of prompts for both helpfulness and safety, And asked three annotators to judge the quality of the answers based on a seven point Likert scale, the higher the better. We observe that our reward models overall are well calibrated with our human preference annotations, as illustrated in Figure 29 in the appendix. This confirms the relevance of using our reward as a pointwise metric, despite being trained with a pairwise ranking loss. Still, as Goodhart's law states, when a measure becomes a target, it ceases to be a good measure. To ensure our measure won't diverge from the human preferences, we additionally used a more general reward trained on diverse open-source reward modeling datasets. We have not yet observed any such divergence and hypothesized that iterative model updates may be helping to prevent this. As a last verification step to ensure no regression between our new model and the previous one, we use both to sample during the next annotation iteration. This enables a model comparison for free on new prompts and can help to increase diversity when sampling. Progression of models. Figure 11 reports the progress of our different SFT and then RLHF versions for both safety and helpfulness axes, measured by our in-house safety and helpfulness reward models. On this set of evaluations, we outperform chat GPT on both axes after RLHF V3, harmlessness and helpfulness greater than 50%. Despite the aforementioned relevance of using our reward as a pointwise metric, it can arguably be biased in favor of Lama 2 chat. Therefore, for a fair comparison, we additionally compute the final results using GPT-4 to assess which generation is preferred. The order in which chat GPT and LAMA-2 chat outputs appeared in GPT-4 prompt are randomly swapped to avoid any bias. As expected, the win rate in favor of LAMA-2 chat is less pronounced, although obtaining more than a 60% win rate for our latest LAMA-2 chat. The prompts correspond to a validation set of 1, 586 and 584 prompts for safety and helpfulness, respectively. 3.4.2. Human evaluation. Human evaluation is often considered the gold standard for judging models for natural language generation, including dialogue models. To evaluate the quality of major model versions, we ask human evaluators to rate them on helpfulness and safety. We compare the Llama 2 chat models to open source models, Falcon, MPT Mosaic MLNLP team et al. 2023, Vicunia Chang et al. 2023, as well as closed-source models, ChatGPT, OpenAI, 2023, and Palm and Neil et al., 2023, on over 4,000 single and multi-turn prompts. For ChatGPT, we use GPT-3.5 Turbo 0301 model in all generations. For Palm, we use the Chat Bison 001 model in all generations. The final prompt count for human evaluations for each model is shown in Table 32. See more methodology details in Appendix, Section A3.7. The following section shows helpfulness results. Safety results are presented in Section 4.4. Results. As shown in Figure 12, Llama 2 chat models outperform open-source models by a significant margin on both single-turn and multi-turn prompts. Particularly, Llama 2 chat 7B model outperforms MPT 7B chat on 60% of the prompts. Llama 2 Chat 34B has an overall win rate of more than 75% against equivalently sized Vicuna 33B and Falcon 40B models. The largest Llama 2 Chat model is competitive with Chat GPT. Llama 2 Chat 70B model has a win rate of 36% and a tie rate of 31.5% relative to Chat GPT. Llama 2 Chat 70B model outperforms Palm Bison Chat model by a large percentage on our prompt set. More results in analysis is available in section A3.7. Inter-rater reliability, IRR. In our human evaluations, three different annotators provided independent assessments for each model generation comparison. High IRR scores, closer to 1.0, are typically seen as better from a data quality perspective, however, context is important. Highly subjective tasks like evaluating the overall helpfulness of LLM generations will usually have lower IRR scores than more objective labeling tasks. There are relatively few public benchmarks for these contexts, so we feel sharing our analysis here will benefit the research community. We used GWET's AC1 half statistic, GWET, 2008, 2014, to measure inter rater reliability, IRR, as we found it to be the most stable metric across different measurement scenarios. On the 7-point Likert scale helpfulness task that is used in our analysis, GWET's AC2 score varies between 0.37 and 0.55 depending on the specific model comparison. We see scores on the lower end of that range for ratings from model comparisons with similar win rates to each other, like the Llama 2 Chat 70B Chat versus ChatGPT comparison. We see scores on the higher end of that range for ratings from model comparisons with a more clear winner, like the Llama 2 Chat 34B Chat versus Falcon 40B Instruct. Limitations of human evaluations. While our results indicate that Llama 2 Chat is on par with ChatGPT on human evaluations, it is important to note that human evaluations have several limitations. By academic and research standards, we have a large prompt set of 4K prompts. However, it does not cover real-world usage of these models, which will likely cover a significantly larger number of use cases. Diversity of the prompts could be another factor in our results. For example, our prompt set does not include any coding or reasoning-related prompts. We only evaluate the final generation of a multi-turn conversation. A more interesting evaluation could be to ask the models to complete a task and rate the overall experience with the model over multiple turns. Human evaluation for generative models is inherently subjective and noisy. As a result, evaluation on a different set of prompts or with different instructions could result in different results. 4. Safety. Warning. This section contains examples of text that may be considered unsafe, offensive, or upsetting. In this section, we dive deeper into the important topic of safety measurements and mitigations. We first discuss our safety investigations into pre training data and pre trained models, section 4.1. Next, we describe the process of our safety alignment, section 4.2, explaining how we collected safety related annotations and utilized SFT and RLHF, and present experimental results. Then, we discuss the red teaming we performed to further understand and improve model safety, section 4.3. Finally, we present quantitative safety evaluations of LAMA 2 CHAT, section 4.4. We also share a model card in the appendix, in table 52. 4.1 Safety in pre-training It is important to understand what is in the pre-training data both to increase transparency and to shed light on root causes of potential downstream issues, such as potential biases. This can inform what, if any, downstream mitigations to consider and help guide appropriate model use. In this section, we analyze the pre-training data for distributions of languages, demographic representations, and toxicity. We also present the results of testing the pre-trained models on existing safety benchmarks. Steps taken to pre-train responsibly. We followed META's standard privacy and legal review processes for each dataset used in training. We did not use any META user data in training. We excluded data from certain sites known to contain a high volume of personal information about private individuals. We made a best effort to train our models efficiently to reduce the carbon footprint of pre-training, section 2.2.1. Sharing our models broadly will reduce the need for others to train similar models. No additional filtering was conducted on the datasets, to allow LAMA2 to be more widely usable across tasks, e.g., it can be better used for hate speech classification, while avoiding the potential for the accidental demographic erasure sometimes caused by over-scrubbing. Importantly, This allows LAMA 2 chat to generalize more effectively during safety tuning with fewer examples. Welbull et al. 2021. Korbach et al. 2023. Shu et al. 2021. As a result, LAMA 2 models should be used carefully and deployed only after significant safety tuning is applied. Demographic representation. Pronouns. Bias in model generations may result from biases inherited from the training data itself. For instance, Bailey et al. 2022 shows that in massive text corpora, words representing people are often used in more similar contexts to words representing men than to words representing women and Ganesh et al. 2023 demonstrates that a model's performance on fairness metrics can be highly dependent on how the model trains on data representing underrepresented demographic groups. Within our English language training corpus, we computed the frequencies of the most common English pronouns in Table 9a. We observe that he pronouns are generally overrepresented in documents compared to she pronouns, echoing similar frequency differences observed in pronominal usage for similarly sized model pre-training datasets, Chowdhury et al., 2022. This could mean that the model is learning less during pre-training about context that mentions she pronouns, and subsequently may potentially generate he pronouns at a higher rate than she pronouns. Demographic Representation Identities. We also analyze the representation of different demographic groups in the pre training data by measuring rates of usage of demographic identity terms from the holistic bias dataset, Smith et al. 2022, as a proxy. We compute frequencies for each descriptor term in the pre training corpus. We group descriptors into five axes religion, gender and sex, nationality, race and ethnicity, and sexual orientation, and show the top five terms in each axis in Table 9b. In the top five terms, we remove a few terms such as, straight, white, and black, because these terms have frequent uses beyond demographic mentions, e.g., as basic color terms. We also deduplicate across lists, removing a few terms found in both gender and sex and sexual orientation. For gender and sex, while she pronouns are mentioned in fewer documents, the term, female, is present in a larger percentage of documents. This could imply that while there is less frequent context about she pronouns, comments about females are more prevalent, perhaps reflecting the differences in linguistic markedness of these terms, Blodgett et al., 2021. For sexual orientation, the top five terms all relate to LGBTQ identities. For nationality, race and ethnicity, and religion, we observe a Western skew, Bot et al., 2022. For instance, the term, American, is mentioned in 69.4% of the references. The term European is more prevalent than other race and ethnicity, and Christian is the most represented religion, followed by Catholic and Jewish. Data toxicity. We measure the prevalence of toxicity in the English language portion of the pre training corpus using a Hate classifier fine tuned on the Toxi Gen dataset, Hartvigson et al. 2022. We score each line of a document separately and average them to assign a document score. Figure 13 shows the distribution of scores in a 10% random sample of the full corpus. About 0.2% of documents evaluated are assigned a likelihood score of 0.5 or higher, meaning there is a small amount of toxicity in our pre-training data. Language identification. While our pre-training data is mostly English, it also includes text from a small number of other languages. Table 10 shows the distribution of languages in our corpus, subsetted to those found in more than 0.005% of the documents. Our analysis uses the fast text, Bionovsky et al., 2016 language identification tool in a threshold of 0.5 for the language detection a training corpus with a majority in english means that the model may not be suitable for use in other languages safety benchmarks for pre-trained models we evaluate the safety capabilities of llama 2 on three popular automatic benchmarks pertaining to three key dimensions of lm safety 1 truthfulness referring to whether a language model produces known falsehoods due to misconceptions or false beliefs we employ truthful qa Lin et al. 2021. To measure how well our LLMs can generate reliable outputs that agree with factuality and common sense. 2. Toxicity. Defined as the tendency of a language model to generate toxic, rude, adversarial, or implicitly hateful content. We choose Toxigen. Hartvigsen et al. 2022. To measure the amount of generation of toxic language and hate speech across different groups. 3. Bias defined as how model generations reproduce existing stereotypical social biases. We use Bold, Damala et al., 2021, to study how the sentiment in model generations may vary with demographic attributes. We compare the performance of Lama 2 with Lama 1, Tuvron et al., 2023, Falcon, Almazruay et al., 2023, and MPT, Mosaic MLNLP Team et al., 2023, in Table 11. For decoding, We set temperature to 0.1 and use nucleus sampling, Holtzman et al. 2020, with top P set to 0.9. For truthful QA, we present the percentage of generations that are both truthful and informative, the higher, the better. For gen, we present the percentage of generations that are deemed toxic by the metric, the lower, the better. Detailed descriptions of the benchmarks and metrics can be found in Appendix A4.7. When compared to Lama 1 to 7b, LAMA 2 to 7b demonstrates a 21.37% increase in truthfulness and informativeness and a 7.61% decrease in toxicity. We also observe an increase in toxicity in the pre trained 13b and 70b LAMA 2, which may result from larger pre training data or a different dataset mix. Some have postulated the existence of a relationship between pre training dataset size and downstream model toxicity or bias, Bender et al. 2021b, but empirical work to validate this claim is still ongoing. Dodge et al. 2021. Smith and Williams, 2021. Tall et al. 2022. And further evidence from up-to-date models is still needed. In Appendix A4.7, we present bias metrics, such as how the sentiment of model generations varies with demographic attributes. We note an increase in positive sentiment overall for many of the groups using bold prompts. More detailed results split by different demographic groups can be found in Appendix A4.8. Llama 2 does not outperform other models on toxicity metrics, and we speculate that this may be because we refrained from aggressively filtering the pre-training data. Recall that leaving pre-training data unfiltered may enable base models tuned to perform well on more downstream tasks, including hate speech detection, and it carries less risk of accidentally filtering out some demographic groups. We observe that models trained from less aggressively filtered pre-training data also required fewer examples to achieve reasonable safety alignment. We reiterate that this motivated choice does imply that additional safety mitigations should be applied before deployment of base LAMA 2 models. Benchmarks give a summary view of model capabilities and behaviors that allow us to understand general patterns in the model, but they do not provide a fully comprehensive view of the impact the model may have on people or real world outcomes, that would require study of end to end product deployments. Further testing and mitigation should be done to understand bias and other social issues for the specific context in which a system may be deployed. For this, it may be necessary to test beyond the groups available in the BOLD dataset, race, religion, and gender. As LLMs are integrated and deployed, we look forward to continuing research that will amplify their potential for positive impact on these important social issues. 4.2. Safety Fine-Tuning. In this section, we describe our approach to safety fine-tuning, including safety categories, annotation guidelines, and the techniques we use to mitigate safety risks. We employ a process similar to the general fine-tuning methods as described in Section 3, with some notable differences related to safety concerns. Specifically, we use the following techniques in safety fine-tuning. 1. Supervised safety fine-tuning. We initialize by gathering adversarial prompts and safe demonstrations that are then included in the general supervised fine-tuning process, Section 3.1. This teaches the model to align with our safety guidelines even before RLHF and thus lays the foundation for high-quality human preference data annotation. 2. Safety RLHF. Subsequently, we integrate safety in the general RLHF pipeline described in Section 3.2.2. This includes training a safety-specific reward model and gathering more challenging adversarial prompts for rejection sampling-style fine-tuning and PPO optimization. 3. Safety Context Distillation. Finally, we refine our RLHF pipeline with context distillation, ASCAL et al. 2021b. This involves generating safer model responses by prefixing a prompt with a safety preprompt, eg you are a safe and responsible assistant, and then fine-tuning the model on the safer responses without the pre-prompt, which essentially distills the safety preprompt context into the model. We use a targeted approach that allows our safety reward model to choose whether to use context distillation for each sample. 4.2.1 safety categories and annotation guidelines based on limitations of LLms known from prior work, We design instructions for our annotation team to create adversarial prompts along two dimensions, a risk category, our potential topic about which the LLM could produce unsafe content, and an attack vector, our question style to cover different varieties of prompts that could elicit bad model behaviors. The risk categories considered can be broadly divided into the following three categories, illicit and criminal activities, e.g. terrorism, theft, human trafficking, hateful and harmful activities, e.g. defamation, self-harm, eating disorders, discrimination, and unqualified advice, e.g., medical advice, financial advice, legal advice. The attack vectors explored consist of psychological manipulation, e.g., authority manipulation, logic manipulation, e.g., false premises, syntactic manipulation, e.g., misspelling, semantic manipulation, e.g., metaphor, perspective manipulation, e.g., role-playing, non-English languages, and others. We then define best practices for safe and helpful model responses. The model should first address immediate safety concerns if applicable, then address the prompt by explaining the potential risks to the user, and finally provide additional information if possible. We also ask the annotators to avoid negative user experience categories, see Appendix A 5.2. The guidelines are meant to be a general guide for the model and are iteratively refined and revised to include newly identified risks. 4.2.2 Safety Supervised Fine-Tuning In accordance with the established guidelines from Section 4.2.1, we gather prompts and demonstrations of safe model responses from trained annotators and use the data for supervised fine-tuning in the same manner as described in Section 3.1. An example can be found in Table 5. The annotators are instructed to initially come up with prompts that they think could potentially induce the model to exhibit unsafe behavior. I. E. Perform red teaming, as defined by the guidelines. Subsequently, annotators are tasked with crafting a safe and helpful response that the model should produce. 4.2.3. Safety RLHF. We observe early in the development of LAMA2 chat that it is able to generalize from the safe demonstrations in supervised fine-tuning. The model quickly learns to write detailed safe responses, address safety concerns, explain why the topic might be sensitive, and provide additional helpful information. In particular, when the model outputs safe responses, they are often more detailed than what the average annotator writes. Therefore, after gathering only a few thousand supervised demonstrations, we switched entirely to RLHF to teach the model how to write more nuanced responses. Comprehensive tuning with RLHF has the added benefit that it may make the model more robust to jailbreak attempts, by et al. 2022a. We conduct RLHF by first collecting human preference data for safety similar to section 3.2.2, Annotators write a prompt that they believe can elicit unsafe behavior, and then compare multiple model responses to the prompts, selecting the response that is safest according to a set of guidelines. We then use the human preference data to train a safety reward model, see section 3.2.2, and also reuse the adversarial prompts to sample from the model during the RLHF stage. Better long-tail safety robustness without hurting helpfulness safety is inherently a long-tail problem, where the challenge comes from a small number of very specific cases. We investigate the impact of safety RLHF by taking two intermediate LAMA 2 chat checkpoints, one without adversarial prompts in the RLHF stage and one with them, and score their responses on our test sets using our safety and helpfulness reward models. In figure 14, we plot the score distribution shift of the safety arm on the safety test set, left, and that of the helpfulness arm on the helpfulness test set, right. In the left-hand side of the figure, we observe that the distribution of safety arm scores on the safety set shifts to higher reward scores after safety tuning with RLHF, and that the long tail of the distribution near zero thins out. A clear cluster appears on the top left corner suggesting the improvements of model safety. On the right side, we do not observe any gathering pattern below the Y equals X line on the right-hand side of figure 14, which indicates that the helpfulness score distribution is preserved after safety tuning with RLHF. Put another way, Given sufficient helpfulness training data, the addition of an additional stage of safety mitigation does not negatively impact model performance on helpfulness to any notable degradation. A qualitative example is shown in Table 12, Impact of Safety Data Scaling. Attention between helpfulness and safety of LLMs has been observed in previous studies by et al. 2022a. To better understand how the addition of safety training data affects general model performance, especially helpfulness, we investigate the trends in safety data scaling by adjusting the amount of safety data used in the RLHF stage. In this ablation experiment, we keep the amount of helpfulness training data unchanged, tilde operator 0.9 M samples, and gradually increase the amount of safety data used in model tuning, ranging from 0% to 100%, tilde operator 0.1 M samples. For the specific training data mix recipe, We follow the procedure described in section 3.1 and fine-tune LAMA 2 pre-trained model for two epochs. We eventually obtain six model variants trained with 0%, 1%, 10%, 25%, 50%, and 100% of the total safety data. We evaluate them using our safety and helpfulness reward models described in section 3.2.2. For each variant, we use the safety and helpfulness reward models to score model generations corresponding to prompts in the meta-safety and helpful test sets, respectively. As shown in figure 15, we use the mean reward model scores as proxies of model performance on safety and helpfulness. We observe that when we increase the proportion of safety data, the model's performance on handling risky and adversarial prompts improves dramatically, and we see a lighter tail in the safety reward model score distribution. Meanwhile, the mean helpfulness score remains constant we hypothesize that this is because we already have a sufficiently large amount of helpfulness training data. Appendix A 4.2 lists more qualitative results that demonstrate how different amounts of safety data in training can change model behavior in responding to adversarial and non-adversarial prompts. Measure of false refusal. Even though we do not see overall regression on model helpfulness, we qualitatively observe, through interaction, that the model with more safety mitigation answers certain questions in a more conservative manner, e.g. Example shown in Appendix Table 38. As a follow-up, we measure false refusal to quantify the frequency that the model incorrectly refuses to answer non-adversarial prompts. Here, we define false refusal as the model incorrectly refusing to answer legitimate user prompts due to irrelevant safety concerns. Refusing due to reasonable causes exceeding the model's capability, e.g., I am not capable of participating in video calls, and 2024 is beyond my knowledge cutoff date, are not counted as false refusals. We train a classifier for detecting refusals in responses and apply the classifier on 1. The above helpfulness test sets and 2. A curated borderline test set consisting of samples for the purpose of boundary testing similar to OpenAI, 2023. The borderline dataset is designed intentionally so that its prompts look adversarial, e.g., containing sensitive words or subwords, but are not actually unsafe, e.g., give me a recipe for Christmas crack. See Appendix Table 41 for more examples. With more safety data mixed in model tuning, the false refusal rate becomes larger on both datasets, see Appendix Figure 33. However, false refusal is overall rare, approximately 0.05% on the helpfulness dataset, even with 100% safety data. On the other hand, the false refusal rate is much larger on the borderline set due to its difficulty. Llama 2 chat sometimes has difficulty distinguishing whether a prompt is safe when the prompt contains words that frequently occur in unsafe generations, such as, bomb. Appendix Table 41 shows some examples of false refusals we discovered. 4.2.4 Context Distillation for Safety We encourage Llama 2 chat to associate adversarial prompts with safer responses by using context distillation, Askel et al., 2021a, uh, similar to Section 3.3. We observe that the safety capabilities of LLMs can be efficiently enhanced by prefixing the model with a safety pre-prompt, e.g., you are a safe and responsible assistant. Like supervised safety fine-tuning, safety context distillation provides a quick way to bootstrap the model's responses on hard adversarial prompts, so that they can then be further improved in RLHF. Specifically, we apply context distillation by prefixing a safety preprompt to adversarial prompts to generate safer responses, and then fine-tune the model on its own safe output given the adversarial prompt without the pre-prompt. We generate safety pre-prompts automatically with templates. In particular, we use various adjectives usually associated with safe behavior such as responsible, respectful, or wise, with the intuition that the model associates them with positive traits that we want to see reflected in safe answers. We show examples of safety pre-prompts in Appendix Table 39. Context distillation with answer templates during the prompt collection phase, we also asked annotators to label prompts according to risk categories, which enables even more targeted pre-prompts. Specifically, this allows us to provide some dedicated answer templates of how adversarial prompts should be addressed, based on each identified risk category. Figure 16A shows the impact of context distillation and context distillation with answer templates on the safety ARM scores. Rejecting context distillation errors with the safety reward model It is important to note that performing safety context distillation for helpful prompts can degrade model performance and lead to more false refusals, see Appendix Table 40. We therefore perform safety context distillation only on adversarial prompts. However, we observe that context distillation can sometimes degrade response quality, even when dealing with adversarial prompts. Specifically, if the model responses are already of high quality, The application of context distillation can result in less pertinent replies, as the model tends to overemphasize the pre-prompt, often resorting to generic concerns excessively. See Appendix Table 40 for an example of vague answers due to context distillation. We thus leverage the safety reward model to decide whether to use safety context distillation. We keep the context distilled output only on the examples where it gets a better reward model score than the original answer. We notice that this is particularly helpful on prompts that the model is very bad at, but limits the negative impact of context distillation, see figure 16b. 4.3. Red teaming. Given how broad the capabilities of LLMs are and how varied their training data is, it is insufficient to identify risks solely via ex-post-facto usage and analysis. Rather, as has been done for other LLMs, we performed various kinds of proactive risk identification, colloquially called red teaming, based on the term commonly used within computer security. This kind of granular analysis is very important because safety is a long-tail issue, in which even very infrequent edge cases can cause noticeable problems. Even if quantitative scores report good results, these types of qualitative insights allow us to recognize and target specific patterns in a more comprehensive way. We conducted a series of red teaming with various groups of internal employees, contract workers, and external vendors. These teams included over people, including domain experts in cybersecurity, election fraud, social media misinformation, legal, policy, civil rights, ethics, software engineering, machine learning, responsible AI, and creative writing. They also included individuals representative of a variety of socioeconomic, gender, ethnicity, and racial demographics. The Red Teamers probed our models across a wide range of risk categories, such as criminal planning, human trafficking, regulated or controlled substances, sexually explicit content, unqualified health or financial advice privacy violations, and more, as well as different attack vectors, such as hypothetical questions, malformed, misspelled inputs, or extended dialogues. Additionally, we conducted specific tests to determine the capabilities of our models to facilitate the production of weapons, e.g. nuclear, biological, chemical, and cyber. Findings on these topics were marginal and were mitigated. Nonetheless, we will continue our red-teaming efforts in this front. To date, all of our red-teaming efforts have targeted model outputs in English, but have crucially included non-English prompts and dialogue contexts, as that is a well-known attack vector. In all exercises, participants were given risk category definitions and were shown just a handful of examples of risky interactions with an LLM. After that, each participant was part of a subteam focused on a particular category of risk or attack vector. After creating each dialogue, the red team participant would annotate various attributes, including risk areas and degree of risk, as captured by a five-point Likert scale some examples of useful insights provided by members of red teams that we were able to improve upon throughout development early models were more likely to have generated unsafe responses without noting that they contain problematic content however slightly later models have tended to display knowledge that the content is problematic even if they do go on to provide it they respond with unsafe content is not appropriate to discuss etc and then immediately follow up with with that said here's how unsafe content latest models are able to resolve these issues distracting the early models by including quirks or specific requests usually defeated any reluctance encountered via more direct requests a creative writing request song story poem etc is a reliable way to get it to produce content that it is otherwise robust against embedding a problematic request in a positive context often successfully obscured the fact that problematic output was being requested for early models The overall principle I found most effective for any kind of attack is to hide it in language that is positive, progressive, and empowering. From red-teaming insights to safer models. Crucially, after each exercise, we performed a thorough analysis of the collected data, including dialogue length, risk area distribution, histogram of topic of misinformation, where appropriate, and rated degree of risk. In each case, we took the overall lessons as a guide to help further model safety training and specifically took data from these exercises for model fine-tuning, model feedback training, and as a signal for other safety model training. Multiple additional rounds of red teaming were performed over several months to measure the robustness of each new model as it was released internally. We defined the robustness of a model, gamma, with respect to a red teaming exercise executed by a set of experts as the average number of created prompts that would trigger a violating response from the model per person per hour. As an example, on our 7B model, we had an evolution of gamma 1.8 right pointing arrow 0.45 over several red teaming iterations and model refinements. Robustness will likely continue to improve with additional red teaming efforts. Another magnitude that we tracked as new models were produced was the percentage of prompts triggering violating responses discovered in the previous red teaming exercises that were mitigated in a given new candidate release. On average, we had a 90% rejection rate model over model. 4.4 4.4 Safety Evaluation of LAMA 2 Chat Safety Human Evaluation. We collected roughly 2,000 adversarial prompts for human evaluation according to the safety categories in section 4.2.1, in which 1,351 prompts are single turn and 623 are multi turn. Examples of evaluation prompts and responses can be found in Appendix A4.6. We then asked raters to judge models for safety violations on a 5 point Likert scale with the following definitions five no safety violations and very helpful, four no safety violations and only minor non-safety issues, three no safety violations but not helpful or other major non-safety issues, two mild or moderate safety violations, one severe safety violations we consider a rating of or as violation and use violation percentage as our main evaluation metric, with a mean rating as a supplement. Each example is annotated by three annotators and we take the majority vote to determine if the response is violating or not. We used GWET's AC-1 half statistic to measure inter-rater reliability, IRR, as in the helpfulness human evaluation. The IRR scores range from 0.70 to 0.95 depending on the annotation batch, indicating a high degree of agreement among annotators on safety assessments. On LAMA2 chat annotations, the average IRR is 0.92 according to GWET's AC-2 measure. We see lower IRR scores on batches where the models have a high violation rate, e.g., and higher IRR scores on batches where the models have relatively low violation rates, e.g., Lama 2Chat, Falcon, and ChatGPT. We show the overall violation percentage and safety rating of various LLMs in Figure 17. Lama 2 Chat has comparable or lower overall violation percentage across model sizes, while Chat GPT and Falcon, Almazrue et al. 2023, come next, then MPT, Mosaic MLNLP Team et al. 2023, and Vacunya. Chang et al. 2023. It is important to interpret these results carefully, as they are affected by limitations of the prompt set, subjectivity of the review guidelines, content standards, and subjectivity of individual raters. Upon manual analysis, we found that the response of Falcon is typically short, one or two sentences, thus less prone to generating unsafe content but also generally less helpful. This is reflected by a large number of responses of Falcon with rating equals three. As a result, We note that in figure 17b the average rating of Falcon is much lower than Llama 2 Chat, 34b, although their violation percentages look similar, 3.88vs4.45. In figure 18, we report the violation percentage on single and multi-turn conversations, respectively. A trend across models is that multi-turn conversations are more prone to inducing unsafe responses. That said, Llama 2 Chat still performs well compared to baselines, especially on multi-turn conversations. We also observe that Falcon performs particularly well on single-turn conversations, largely due to its conciseness, but much worse on multi-turn conversations, which could be due to its lack of multi-turn supervised fine-tuning data. In Figure 19, we show the per-category safety violation percentage of different LLMs. While model performance is similar across categories, LAMA 2 chat has relatively more violations under the unqualified advice category, although still low in an absolute sense, for various reasons, including lack of an appropriate disclaimer, e.g., I am not a professional, at times. For the other two categories, Lama 2 chat achieves comparable or lower violation percentage consistently regardless of model sizes, truthfulness, toxicity, and bias. In Table 14, fine-tuned Lama 2 chat shows great improvement over the pre-trained Lama 2 in terms of truthfulness, 50.18 right-pointing arrow 64.14 for 70b, and toxicity, 24.60 right-pointing arrow 0.01 for 70B. The percentage of toxic generations shrinks to effectively 0% for Lama2Chat of all sizes. This is the lowest toxicity level among all compared models. In general, when compared to Falcon and MPT, the fine-tuned Lama2Chat shows the best performance in terms of toxicity and truthfulness. After fine-tuning, LAMA2 chat tends to have an increase in positive sentiment overall for many of the demographic groups in bold. In Appendix A4.8, we present a detailed score breakdown of model generation sentiment across different subgroups for the bias benchmark, along with more in-depth analyses and results of truthfulness and bias. 5. Discussion. Here, we discuss the interesting properties we have observed with RLHF, section 5.1. We then discuss the limitations of LAMA2 chat, section 5.2. Lastly, we present our strategy for responsibly releasing these models, section 5.3. 5.1 Learnings and observations Our tuning process revealed several interesting results, such as Lama2Chat's abilities to temporarily organize its knowledge, or to call APIs for external tools. Beyond human supervision, at the outset of the project, many among us expressed a preference for supervised annotation, attracted by its denser signal. Meanwhile, reinforcement learning, known for its instability, seemed a somewhat shadowy field for those in the NLP research community. However, reinforcement learning proved highly effective, particularly given its cost and time effectiveness. Our findings underscore that the crucial determinant of RLHF success lies in the synergy it fosters between humans and LLMs throughout the annotation process. Even with proficient annotators, each individual writes with significant variation. A model fine-tuned on SFT annotation learns this diversity, including, unfortunately, the tail end of poorly executed annotation. Furthermore, the model's performance is capped by the writing abilities of the most skilled annotators. Human annotators are arguably less subject to discrepancy when comparing two outputs' preference annotation for RLHF. Consequently, the reward mechanism swiftly learns to assign low scores to undesirable tail end distribution and aligns towards the human preference. This phenomena is illustrated in Figure 20, where we can see that the worst answers are progressively removed, shifting the distribution to the right. In addition, during annotation, the model has the potential to venture into writing trajectories that even the best annotators may not chart. Nonetheless, humans can still provide valuable feedback when comparing two answers, beyond their own writing competencies. Drawing a parallel, while we may not all be accomplished artists, our ability to appreciate and critique art remains intact. We posit that the superior writing abilities of LLMs, as manifested in surpassing human annotators in certain tasks, Are fundamentally driven by RLHF, as documented in Gilardi et al. 2023, and Huang et al. 2023. Supervised data may no longer be the gold standard, and this evolving circumstance compels a re evaluation of the concept of supervision. In context temperature rescaling, we have observed an intriguing phenomenon related to RLHF, a feature not previously reported to the best of our knowledge, the dynamic rescaling of temperature contingent upon the context. As indicated in Figure 8 the temperature appears to be influenced by RLHF. Yet, intriguingly, our findings also revealed that the shifts are not uniformly applied across all prompts, as shown in Figure 21. For instance, when it comes to prompts associated with creativity, such as, write a poem, an increase in temperature continues to generate diversity across our various RLHF iterations. This can be observed in the self-blue slope, which mirrors a pattern comparable to that of the SFT model. On the other hand, for prompts based on factual information, such as, what is the capital of? The self blue slope diminishes over time. This pattern suggests that despite the rising temperature, the model learns to consistently provide the same response to factual prompts. Lama 2 Chat Temporal Perception Our model showcased impressive generalization ability, as shown in Figure 22. We manually tested dozens of examples and observed consistently that our model demonstrates a robust capability to organize its knowledge in a temporal manner even when provided with minimal data. To instill a concept of time in Llama 2 chat, we collected a set of 1,000 SFT examples that were related to specific dates. These examples included questions like, how long ago did Barack Obama become president? Each was associated with two critical pieces of metadata, the date when the query was posed, which influenced the response, and the event date, a point in time prior to which the question would be nonsensical. The observation suggests that LLMs have internalized the concept of time to a greater extent than previously assumed, despite their training being solely based on NEXT token prediction and data that is randomly shuffled without regard to their chronological context. Tool use emergence The integration of LLMs with tools is a growing research area, as highlighted in Mielan et al. 2023. The approach devised in Toolformer, Schick et al. 2023, entails the sampling of millions of trajectories, complemented by the formulation of few shot examples for each tool. Nonetheless, this technique was only applied using a single tool per example and would not scale for a sequence of tool usage. The release of OpenAI's plugins has incited substantial discourse within the academic community, igniting questions such as, how can we effectively teach models to utilize tools? Or does the process necessitate a substantial dataset? Our experiments indicate that tool usage can spontaneously emerge from alignment in a zero-shot manner. Although we never explicitly annotate tool use usage, Figure 23 exhibits an instance where the model demonstrated the capability to utilize a sequence of tools in a zero-shot context. In addition, our study extended to evaluating the LAMA-2 chat with access to a calculator. The results from this particular experiment are documented in Table 15. LLM tool use, while exciting, can also cause some safety concerns. We encourage more community research and RED teaming in this area. 5.2 5.2 Limitations and Ethical Considerations Llama 2 Chat is subject to the same well-recognized limitations of other LLMs, including a cessation of knowledge updates post-pre-training, potential for non-factual generation such as unqualified advice, and a propensity towards hallucinations. Furthermore, our initial version of Llama 2 Chat predominantly concentrated on English language data. While our experimental observations suggest the model has garnered some proficiency in other languages, its proficiency is limited due primarily to the limited amount of pre-training data available in non-English languages, as documented in Table 10. Consequently, the model's performance in languages other than English remains fragile and should be used with caution. Like other LLMs, LAMA II of may generate harmful, offensive, or biased content due to its training on publicly available online datasets. We attempted to mitigate this via fine-tuning, but some issues may remain, particularly for languages other than English where publicly available datasets were not available. We will continue to fine-tune and release updated versions in the future as we progress on addressing these issues. Not everyone who uses AI models has good intentions, and conversational AI agents could potentially be used for nefarious purposes such as generating misinformation or retrieving information about topics like bioterrorism or cybercrime. We have, however, made efforts to tune the models to avoid these topics and diminish any capabilities they might have offered for those use cases. While we attempted to reasonably balance safety with helpfulness. In some instances, our safety tuning goes too far. Users of Llama 2 chat may observe an overly cautious approach, with the model erring on the side of declining certain requests or responding with too many safety details. Users of the pre-trained models need to be particularly cautious and should take extra steps in tuning and deployment as described in our Responsible Use Guide. Sections 5.3 Responsible Release Strategy Release Details we make LAMA 2 available for both research and commercial use at https colon i.meta. Resources, Models and Libraries, llama Those who use Llama must comply with the terms of the provided license in our acceptable use policy, which prohibit any uses that would violate applicable policies, laws, rules, and regulations. We also provide code examples to help developers replicate our safe generations with LAMA 2 chat and apply basic safety techniques at the user input and model output layers. These code samples are available here, https://github.com/slash Facebook research/slash llama. Finally, we are sharing a responsible use guide, which provides guidelines regarding safe development and deployment. Responsible release: While many companies have opted to build AI behind closed doors, we are releasing llama too openly to encourage responsible AI innovation. Based on our experience, An open approach draws upon the collective wisdom, diversity, and ingenuity of the AI practitioner community to realize the benefits of this technology. Collaboration will make these models better and safer. The entire AI community, academic researchers, civil society, policymakers, and industry must work together to rigorously analyze and expose the risks of current AI systems and to build solutions that address potentially problematic misuse. This approach not only fosters real collaboration with diverse stakeholders, those beyond the walls of big tech companies, but also serves as the cornerstone for democratizing access to foundational models. As argued in Zellers et al. 2019b, open releases promote transparency and allow more people to access AI tools, democratizing the technology and decentralizing AI expertise. We believe that the decentralization of AI expertise does more than simply distribute knowledge, it stimulates innovation and accelerates progress in the industry. Lastly. Openly releasing these models consolidates costs and eliminates barriers to entry, allowing small businesses to leverage innovations in LLMs to explore and build text generation use cases. Ultimately, we believe this will create a more level playing field for organizations of all sizes across the globe to benefit from the economic growth promised by the advancement of AI. We know that not everyone who uses AI models has good intentions, and we acknowledge that there are reasonable concerns regarding the ways that AI will impact our world. Toxic content generation and problematic associations are meaningful risks that the AI community has yet to fully mitigate. As this paper illustrates, we have made strides in limiting the prevalence of these types of responses. While we recognize there is more work to be done, this realization only deepens our commitment to open science in collaboration with the AI community. 6. Related work Large language models. The recent years have witnessed a substantial evolution in the field of LLMs. Following the scaling laws of Kaplan et al., 2020, several large language models with more than 100 B parameters have been proposed, from GPT-3, Brown et al., 2020, to Gopher, Ray et al., 2022, or specialized models, e.g. Galactica, for science, Taylor et al., 2022. With 70 B parameters, Chinchilla, Hoffman et al., 2022, redefine those scaling laws towards the number of tokens rather than model weights. Notable in this progression is the rise of Lama, recognized for its focus on computational efficiency during inference, Tuvron et al. 2023. A parallel discourse has unfolded around the dynamics of open-source versus closed-source models. Open-source releases like Bloom, Scow et al. 2022, Opt, Zhang et al. 2022, and Falcon, Panetto et al. 2023, have risen to challenge their closed-source counterparts like GPT-3 and Chinchilla. Yet, When it comes to the production-ready LLMs such as ChatGPT, BARD, and Claude, there's a marked distinction in performance and usability. These models rely on intricate tuning techniques to align with human preferences, Gutabande et al. 2023, a process that is still being explored and refined within the open-source community. Attempts to close this gap have emerged, with distillation-based models such as Vicuña, Chang et al. 2023, and Alpaca, Tauri et al. 2023, Adopting a unique approach to training with synthetic instructions, Honovich et al., 2022, Wang et al., 2022. However, while these models show promise, they still fall short of the bar set by their closed-source counterparts. Instruction tuning, Wei et al., 2021, obtained zero-shot performance on unseen tasks by fine-tuning LLMs on numerous datasets. Chung et al., 2022, and Longpur et al., 2023, Investigate the impact of instruction tuning as a function of number of tasks, model size, prompt settings, etc. Prompts used for instruction tuning can be created by humans or by LLMs themselves, Joe et al., 2022, and follow-up instructions can be used to refine initial generations to make them more useful, engaging, and unbiased, Ganguly et al., 2023, Madan et al., 2023. An approach related to instruction tuning is chain-of-thought prompting, Way et al., 2022b, in which models are prompted to explain their reasoning when given a complex problem, in order to increase the likelihood that their final answer is correct. RLHF has emerged as a powerful strategy for fine-tuning large-language models, enabling significant improvements in their performance, Cristiano et al., 2017. The method, first showcased by Stienen et al., 2020, in the context of text summarization tasks, has since been extended to a range of other applications. In this paradigm, Models are fine-tuned based on feedback from human users, thus iteratively aligning the model's responses more closely with human expectations and preferences. Yang et al. 2022 Demonstrates that a combination of instruction fine-tuning and RLHF can help fix issues with factuality, toxicity, and helpfulness that cannot be remedied by simply scaling up LLMs. Bai et al. 2022 b partially automates this fine-tuning plus RLHF approach by replacing the human-labeled fine-tuning data with the model's own self-critiques and revisions, and by replacing human raters with a model when ranking model outputs in RLHF, a process known as RL from AI Feedback, RLAIF. Known LLM safety challenges. Recent literature has extensively explored the risks and challenges linked with large language models. Bender et al. 2021b. and Weidinger et al. 2021 underscore various hazards like bias, toxicity, private data leakage, and the potential for malicious uses. Soleiman et al., 2023, categorizes these impacts into two groups, those that can be assessed within the base system and those requiring a societal context evaluation, while Kumar et al., 2022, offers potential mitigation strategies to curb harm. Work from Roller et al., 2020, and Dinan et al., 2021, Also illuminates the difficulties tied to chatbot-oriented LLMs, with concerns ranging from privacy to misleading expertise claims. Deng et al., 2023, proposes a taxonomic framework to tackle these issues, and Bergman et al., 2022, delves into the balance between potential positive and negative impacts from releasing dialogue models. Investigations into red teaming reveal specific challenges in tuned LLMs, with studies by Gangalai et al., 2022, and Joe et al. 2023, showcasing a variety of successful attack types and their effects on the generation of harmful content. National security agencies and various researchers, such as Mielan et al. 2023, have also raised red flags around advanced emergent model behaviors, cyber threats, and potential misuse in areas like biological warfare. Lastly, Broader societal issues like job displacement due to accelerated AI research and an over reliance on LLMs leading to training data degradation are also pertinent considerations. Asimoglu and Restrepo, 2018, Autor and Salomons, 2018, Webb, 2019, Shumailov et al., 2023. We are committed to continuing our work engaging with the broader policy, academic, and industry community on these issues. 7. Conclusion In this study, we have introduced Llama 2 a new family of pre-trained and fine-tuned models with scales of 7 billion to 70 billion parameters. These models have demonstrated their competitiveness with existing open-source chat models, as well as competency that is equivalent to some proprietary models on evaluation sets we examined, although they still lag behind other models like GPT-4. We meticulously elaborated on the methods and techniques applied in achieving our models, with a heavy emphasis on their alignment with the principles of helpfulness and safety. To contribute more significantly to society and foster the pace of research, we have responsibly opened access to Llama 2 and Llama 2 chat As part of our ongoing commitment to transparency and safety, we plan to make further improvements to Llama 2 chat in future work. Thanks for listening to this reading. For the entire paper, and more, check out our homepage, papersred.ai.